Election day is over, but we still don't know who the president of the United States will be. Bitcoin is honey badger. It don't care. Bitcoin's now over $15,000 and it appears the bulls are back in control. A Bitcoin enthusiast has won a U.S. Senate seat and $1 billion in Bitcoin from the Silk Road wallet has moved for the first time since 2015. Speaking of elections, the AP News is publishing election results on blockchain and in a shocking turn of events, Kanye West did not win his bid for president. We've got a bunch more to cover, and we're glad you've cast your vote for bad crypto on the we're in limbo like it's 2000 all over again, bad news, episode number 458 of the Bad Crypto Podcast. Five, four, three, two, one, two, Who's bad? Welcome to the Bad Crypto Podcast, the show for the crypto curious and the crypto serious. We are the blockchain blockheads, the crypto clowns, the DeFi dingbats. I'm Joel Kahn. And I am not. You're not Kanye West either. No, not Brock Pierce. I'm not a presidential candidate at all. Uh, But I am Travis Wright. And today's bad news is stacked with lots of good news. There's tons of good news. Bitcoin is back over $15,000 and we've got lots. Yeah, yeah. There's a whole what what there. Lots to talk about today. Before we do, make sure that you check out our friends at Coin Analyst. They're an AI-based big data info and analysis platform for all cryptos and STOs, ICOs worldwide, enabling traders in the crypto asset sector and under in other industries to access a dashboard. What does it do? It monitors and it analyzes sentiment, trends, patterns, weak signals. It all happens in real time. If you want to keep your finger on the pulse of the market, get a free 30-day trial of Coin Analyst. Why wouldn't you go try it for free? 30 days of it. That's a whole month for those of you that aren't counting days. Simply go to badco.in forward slash coin analyst. That's badco.in forward slash coin analyst. Check it out. Get your free 30-day trial and know what's happening in the markets. I mean, we can only tell you so much. I mean, we're really good at distilling the news and letting you know what's up. And we're very humble about how good we are. I mean, we'll tell you, but uh, it's really exciting. I mean, this is, we are seeing some, some numbers here, folks, that we have not seen in a very, very long time. Some of you maybe have never been paying attention when this is like that. So maybe we should go over to CoinGecko, Mr. Joel Com, and, and refresh the screen here and look at how fat the market cap is. Cue the news music here. And refreshing CoinGecko for November 5th, 2020 at 3.03 p.m. Mountain Time. We're back on standard time, right? Or are we on daylight? I don't know. Is it daylight time or standard time? I don't know. Just make sure to call me for dinner. It's it's now time. CoinGecko, the market cap for all the cryptos being tracked at CoinGecko.com is 437 billion. Bitcoin, 15,217, up 14%. Mm-hmm. 
the last seven days, taking a look at the rest of the top 10. Ethereum back over 400 strongly to 413. Tether, $1.01. XRP, 24 and a half cents. Bitcoin Cash, almost 247. Chainlink, just shy of $11. Binance Coin, 27.45. Polkadot, number eight at 418. Litecoin, 58.53. And in the number 10 slot this week is Cardano, ADA at nine and a half cents. Let's take a look at these winners. Hello, Bitcoin's a winner. Bitcoin's up 14.7% in the last seven days. This is the last time we did a bad news. It's gone up. So that's good news. Uh, biggest winner of the week is a company called Vitae, Vitae, V-I-T-A-E, Vitae, Vitae, mm-hmm. something like that, up 80%. Boom, Celsius Network up 36% in the last week. It's up $1.71 again. So glad that I sold it at 11 cents. Uh, Decred up 17%. Wrap Bitcoin up 14%. I don't even know what REN BTC is. That's some new thing. Decentraland, the mana, that is up almost 13%. And uh, there you go. Those are the sort of the big winners. Ample fourth up 12.5%. Waves up almost 12%. Thor chain up nine percent. So there you if go. you look at what's down for the week, Travis, uh, DeFi is down. Yearn Finance, the biggest loser, thirty three percent. Uniswap down eighteen percent. Uh, there's several others in the top ten here. Pretty much though, for most cryptos this week, it's been a, a happy green week. Minor losses at best. And uh, I'm just scrolling through the top 100 here to see if there's any new entries that I totally don't recognize at all, because it's so hard to keep up with what's going on in um, in the space here. The Energy Web Token. I don't know what that one is. Six dollars and fifty nine cents. Yeah, you know, hard to say, but it is interesting to see. You know, it's one of those times now. Right now, folks, Bitcoin has a 64.4% dominance in the market. Ethereum's got about an 11% at 10.8, and USDT has 3.88. Those three right there are nearly 80% of the crypto market, which, I mean, not quite 80%, but a little over, it's about 78%, 79%. That's huge. All the rest of the, all the, rest of the 21% shit coins. Apparently, you didn't get the memo, Travis. Bitcoin is dead. Oh, that's right. Bitcoin is yeah. dead. Bitcoin is dead. You know, sometimes it's interesting to look at the news from just a few days ago to compare what was said versus what's happened. And when we go over to Cointelegraph.com, the most widely read crypto publication in the world. There's an article here from October 30th, and uh, William Suberg wrote that Bitcoin is just four days away from historically bullish 10,000 price record. And what the article suggested is if Bitcoin can stay above 10,000 by the day of the U.S. elections, history suggests that $100,000 is next. Well, here we are, even with all the uncertainty, we don't know who the next president is going to be, right? We don't know when it's going to happen. We could have an announcement tonight. It could go on for a month or more. But Bitcoin is honey badger. It's like, you know what? We're going to do our own thing here. And it did pass that historical bullish trend, stayed over 10,000. And here we are now, just two days past election day, and we're over 15,000. 
Mm-hmm. Are we getting ready to see zoom, zoom, zoom? You know, that's what really happened in late 2017. I mean, we saw days where Bitcoin just went up $1,000, $1,500, like $2,000, like in relatively short order. Now, so check this out. So when Bitcoin was in its infancy, it stayed over $10 for the first time for 100 days. And then it took just 122 days for it to reach $100. And then after it cracked 100 days over $100, then $1,000 appeared in just two days. So that, that's what's really interesting. And now they're saying, they're looking at the difference between 1,000 and 10,000, that time period is a lot longer, 150 days to crack the five figures after trading four figures for 100 days. So that whole thing is once it stays at that sp- spot for 100 days, then shortly thereafter it pops up. And so there we go. So we're looking at this like, what do you mean this the price is – Four days away from historically bullish 10K price. What do you mean we're at 15,000? Then you read through and say, ah, look at that. We could, it, it could be on like Donkey Kong. With it hitting 15 whatever today, I mean, last time it hit 15 whatever, it would seem like within a week it hit 20. And then like with, within another week, it was back down below 10. Mm-hmm. So I don't know that we're going to see that kind of volatility. Uh, well, there's but then again, article. the election has not been finalized yet. So we're not sure. Right. The article here on Bloomberg says that chart watchers are now eyeing $20,000 and saying that that's where the next resistance is at, that the um, taking out the June 2019 highs of 13800 where it went down from there, the next resistant is around $20,000. And so if that's the case, you know, it could be smooth sailing up to uh, 20 and then you know that now if we hit that that's an all-time high um history does not show that at an you know when you break an all-time high that it just plummets again usually it moves up more from there until it finds that resistance point mm-hmm. and right now the only resistance point now it looked like you know there were there were some tops on like when it was hitting on the way down it looks like there was one at around eighteen thousand. That could be a resistance point, but it doesn't necessarily because they just blew by it. I mean, when you look at that chart from 2017, it was literally at 5,000, hit 6,000, and then just over the course of like two weeks, it popped all the way up to 20,000. That to me seemed like such an anomaly that Bitcoin being $20,000, it should not have been $20,000, and that was a blip. Now it makes sense because how much, how many dollars have they printed out because of the printers going around the world. Mm -hmm. So it makes more sense that Bitcoin should be around $20,000 now or more. And maybe we're going to see that folks. I mean, you guys have been tuning in. A lot of you guys have been tuning in to bad crypto for over three years. You were maybe with us the first time this happened. We were, we were newbies. We were new on the scene really having joined in July of 2017 on the show, but now we've seen it all. Here we are. Where we are at 15,000 again, and it's on the way up, and hold on to your britches. When you compare it to the U.S. financial sector stocks like J.P. Morgan, Goldman Sachs, uh, Bitcoin in the fourth quarter of this year is up 42%, outperforming all of those stocks in spite of the naysayers like Warren Buffett and Peter Schiff, um, even though you know, banks were doing really well earlier in the year. Some of them have bounced back. The Bitcoin rally is the biggest of all. And if you had, you know, invested in Bitcoin earlier in, uh, let's say, Q2, you're looking sweet 
for uh, for this year. I mean, you're looking super sweet. Who is the fairest of them all? It's Bitcoinerella. Satoshi Nakamoto is, you know, one of the reasons could be, oh, there's a lot of different factors, but one article here in Cointelegraph says that $816 million in Bitcoin left Binance. It was withdrawn in one day. It's the biggest Bitcoin outflow in history, mm -hmm. a total of 58,861 Bitcoin. And that just begs the question, where did it go and are whales preparing for a rally here because certainly that's a whale who pulled that out well there's multiple potential multiple whales uh, grabbing all of them but i mean you know sometimes those the, the whales can sort of impact the prices of that pretty significantly by building the walls at the at the certain sell prices or the buy prices and going in and doing certain things and i mean that's almost 60,000 Bitcoin that was withdrawn one day from, from Binance. That is a lot. And so I would say this, folks, do not keep all your Bitcoin on an exchange. We've talked about this. What are you doing? What? Like, that's a lot of Bitcoin. So they were just trading. It looks like they were probably trading it, buying it, selling, trading it, trading. And then all of a sudden, pow, pow moving their funds. And uh, you know, that's one thing. They were able to move their funds. And it's not like the Federal Reserve Bank where they have, you know, the fractional reserve banking, like if your Bitcoin's in there, then your Bitcoin should be in there. And all these people pulled it out and didn't crash the market. And I assume they still have Bitcoin up in there. So that tells me that's good. They're not over leveraging. That's the big problem with banking is that, ah, you know, maybe you're loaning out $10 million, but you only got a million dollars in the place. And so you're, you're basically creating money out of thin air. That, that doesn't really happen on exchanges. You know, I think, and I'm going to make a prediction here my, using my non-financial analyst hat because it's the only hat that I wear since we are not financial analysts. And you should always do your own due diligence, you know, take in the content, go out there and do your own research and then be responsible for your own monies. But here's what I see happening. Um, it looks like DeFi, you know, the, the DeFi craze has lost steam. DeFi is here to stay. I think that, you know, that we're going to find stability in that. And I think being your own bank, um, being able to borrow or lend money by having crypto is, um, is a great plan. I think the next move is going to be into NFTs. And we're hearing a lot of buzz around NFTs right now, especially since that story we covered a few weeks ago that Christie's did an auction of a piece that sold for $133,000. I think we're just getting started. You know, you and I witnessed Atari doing their first NFT launch on the Wax blockchain this week, and there's more launches to come. And I think that the altcoins that are actually producing results, right? are, are going to be the next wave. People are going to be looking and shopping for projects that have gone from concept and just raising money for an ICO to actually doing stuff. And that's, you know, we were both invested in wax and that's one of those projects, you know, that on a regular basis, there are people consuming, um, buying, producing, creating, minting, selling, trading NFTs. In fact, Atomic Assets which is where we launched our blockchain heroes back in August. They, they just, I mean, they just came on the scene. What in, in August, they have officially minted over a million NFTs already here in the first year. That to me is a project that is producing. Now I'm not saying go buy wax. I'm saying that 
I believe people are going to be looking for projects that are actually producing. I think that's a pretty good, pretty good guess. Uh, it, it is definitely interesting to, to, to take a look at. Now, this next article here, Mr. Joel Com, it's talking about from Cointelegraph here. Can Bitcoin hit 17,000 next? And it shows yes. some of the, the key um, price levels. And not only that, but it's also talking about a, a lot of these uh, altcoins are, are bottoming out, right? And so when Bitcoin dominance climbs, some of these other altcoins, you know, like, for example, Chainlink. Chainlink, they have the chart on Chainlink right here where they say that Chainlink's about to plunge back into single digits based on this chart. And based on money pouring out of projects and being poured into Bitcoin, and they said this a few months ago, people were cheering for Zeus Capital to get liquidated on a 20 million short when Link was trading under 10. The price pulled a similar stunt in Bitcoin and rocketed past the expected $10 price all the way to $20. Well, now the bouncing of, of Link, it's, it's down. And they say that the bounce price for Link was around $7.50. And they seem to think that maybe 650 might be a, a place where it might go down to because whales are, are, are putting their their link, they're sending them to Binance, and it looks like they're selling them, putting it on Bitcoin. So it says that a lot of people are, are piling out of coins like Link to load up on Bitcoin before the next big run. So we shall see. I know that I liquidated some wax and got another Bitcoin just because I figured, well, wax is kind of waning here a little bit and it looks like bitcoin might be on a run so I, I did a little bit of that can something wax and wane at the same time it can wax is wax is waning wax wax is at about 3.2 cents right now down from uh at least a more recent high of eight cents and it's really amazing to me because there's so much happening hopefully uh, they're going to roll out uh you know they've they've mapped out their plan for their DeFi. Um, and their governance token, and that's supposed to happen here before the end of the year. So we're hopefully we'll get to talk to William Quigley about that again soon. So, Mr. Joe Connell, there's been some talks around. It's, it's, it's Lord, Lord Joel. Oh, yeah, Lord, Lord Joel, <laughs> Sir Lord. Um, so AP News they published the, the the election results on blockchain. So they used blockchain technologies to uh, to record the state by state results as they came in or are coming in, and as we speak, as while we're doing this, I just saw another uh, truckload of Biden votes were found, and they're heading to, they're heading to Michigan. Uh, so maybe they'll be on the blockchain later, too. They're just printing them out. They're just finding them everywhere. They're in the back of the, <laughs> the, back of the bus. Oh, wait, hey, I found a box of a Biden votes. I just went to the bathroom. I looked down the toilet bowl, and there was well, a see. Oh, man, I saw 500, and, and there was not one Trump vote in any of those. They were all like Biden votes. Ballots. Yeah. One person remember. was born in 1827, and that's pretty good. Ballot. When did I eat ballot? long these days? <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, here's some more good news that uh, we now have elected to the U.S. Senate a Bitcoiner. Her name is Cynthia Loomis. She was in the House of Representatives from 2019 to 2017. She bought her first Bitcoin in 2017. 13 and she just won a term in the state of wyoming and so uh, we've got somebody now in the senate who is informed about bitcoin has been in bitcoin since uh long before i got in and she understands the problems with um 
you know, the, the way the, the Fed is printing money. She wants to reduce the national debt and she sees Bitcoin as a store of value. So yay, Cynthia. Yeah, that's great. Wyoming, killing it. Wyoming just had the very first blockchain bank open up there. Mm -hmm. And a lot of great stuff happening in Wyoming. They had that Wyoming hackathon. And I got to tell you, Wyoming is a beautiful, beautiful state. Having you know driven through there, uh, I really enjoyed. I really enjoyed Wyoming. I, I could see myself living in Wyoming someday. It's pretty beautiful, and they're very blockchainy. Well, giddy up, Mr. Travis Wright. Let's turn the crypto clock back four years. There's an article here on CryptoPotato.com, which, by the way, great name. Excellent find here, Mr. Travis Wright. And what this article here by George Georgiev uh, published on November 3rd is he, they took a look at during the 2016 U.S. presidential elections. Mm -hmm. On that day, Bitcoin was $709.85. Yes. Not only that, but Ethereum was $10.83. That has so Bitcoin has had an 18. 100% ROI since then. Wow. It's gone up a lot. And actually, maybe even more than that, because of when it was Snapchat, it was yesterday that it came out. It's even more than that, about 2,000 uh, percent ROI. Ethereum's up about 3,500%. <laughs> Ripple was at 0 0.008 last time we had an election. Litecoin was at $3.84. Monero was at $6.32. And I remember... You and I were talking about the cryptos. This is when we started talking about them and thinking about them and look at them from $700, Mr. Jokam, Serge Lord Jokam, all the way up to fifteen dollars and $20,000. Like what a crazy ride this has been just watching these cryptos do their thing. Yeah, when you look at the snapshot from four years ago and you think, wow, if, if I had the foresight four years ago to make purchases and just stash it away, the incredible amount of wealth that you would have had now. Okay, well, here we are on November 5th, 2020. And take a look at the snapshot. Where do you think crypto is going? Which are the coins that are going to survive? Which which are not? Even those that, you know, when you look at this chart, Travis, that were just outside of the top 10 waves, um, you know, it's nowhere near the top 10 anymore, but it was at 34 cents then, and it's at like $3 and 41 cents now, right? Steam. Now steam, I think is one that might've actually fallen. I'm not sure if it's anywhere near Dogecoin was 0. 0.0002 cents. And now it's a like 0. 0.002, right? It dropped at least one zero. Maybe it did. Very fancy. Now, here's here's the thing now, right? So what's happened here in 2020, which has been a shit show, uh, most of, most all over the place, but there's been two companies that have received the banking licenses in the U.S. Very first one was Kraken, and the second one was Avanti, both in Wyoming, if I'm not mistaken. And also, another great thing that's happened is PayPal, right? They, they launched their support for cryptocurrencies. Now that just brings us right into the next story, Mr. Joel Com, is PayPal's already raising their crypto buying limit to $15,000 a week for eager customers. That's not even one Bitcoin though. So during the course of the week, you can only buy up to one Bitcoin. And I believe they don't even offer all their customers the ability to do that yet. I think it's just some of the, some of the uh, what about 10% of the customers have access to it? Well, it says only the eager customers. <laughs> 
<laughs> Only the eager ones. Okay. Yeah. So some people are ready to jump on this. And the fact that PayPal is involved is definitely a big deal. Let's go around the world, Mr. Travis Wright. Hop on a plane to Australia. We'll go down under, mate. And this article by Helen Parts on Cointelegraph says an Australian senator says blockchain can make financial compliance easier. His name is Andrew Bragg, and he thinks that blockchain can solve a number of major regulatory issues in his home country. And I will say he's correct. Duh. That is true. Maybe the blockchain power can help uh, the people out there in Melbourne not be trapped in their homes because of the COVID thing. You know, I know that people get really frustrated. We just chatted with some people that I know in Australia, like, good Lord, release the Kraken. Let us get out. I mean, like, you can't even be outside. There's like, there's cops roaming around. It's like very authoritarian. So I feel for the fans and friends down in that part of Australia on that. So, but this is a, this is a, this is an interesting thing, right? This is a cool thing. Blockchain can make financial compliance easier. The future is technology by blockchain. Yes, it is, and it's a liberal senator who said that, so they know. But well, maybe it's com- liberal, financial compliance. We need you to comply. Liberal means different things in different countries, right? So I don't know that liberal in Australia it means the same as we um, attribute liberal here i don't know it's just it's it's a different world out there less that person anyway either way we've uh we've talked a lot about gibraltar in the past as being one of the blockchain friendly countries and the government of gibraltar has announced its official appointment as an observing member of the global blockchain business council otherwise known as the gbbc and they're working alongside blockchain industry leaders from more than 50 countries yeah, we had a great conversation with Mark Taverner, who is a part of the, um, the the largest blockchain consortium in Europe. And I, and not, it's got and a weird initial. What is it? What's it called? Enatba. Enatba. Yeah, he. We'll have him on the show here soon. Um, I'm sure Aaron will be slotting. Great that. interview. You're gonna be. You're gonna like this one. You're gonna dig it a whole lot because it's super sexy. So nice to see Gibraltar getting into it, and also in Bangladesh, HSBC which is one of the world's largest banks, has completed the country's first cross-border blockchain trade finance transaction. So uh, you can read more about the details on this. I just wanted to kind of hit the high level that this stuff is happening everywhere in the world. And if you go to our show notes at badco.in forward slash 458, all of the links to all of the stories that we're covering during all of the show are all there. Mm-hmm. Hey, Mr. Joel, Mr. Sir Joel Com, yes. uh, Lord. Yes, sir, Lord Travis Wright. Do you do you like do you like fifty dollars? I like fifty dollars. Now, do I, do? I don't like it so much if Max Kaiser is in my presence. If it's like you know, if it's a Grant fifty dollar bill, because he'd mm-hmm. tear that up. Yeah. Well, you know what? If if uh, you know, over these last you know couple months, we've been working with Etoro and giving giving folks $50 worth of bitcoin. Now if you had signed up and did did this earlier, your $50 would now probably be worth about $80 worth of bitcoin. You'd have made some cash money. Um, so what happens is is you know go to etoro.badco.in/etoro. The price of bitcoin as we're talking about might hit $100,000. That $50 could turn into some substantial amount. What you need to do is go sign up. Here if you're from America, go sign up, fund your account buy yourself some crypto and then go ahead and send us an email to bad crypto podcast at gmail.com 
proven that you've done it. We'll verify it. And then boom, we're going to go ahead and send you over $50 worth of Bitcoin that could become $100 worth of Bitcoin or $500 worth of Bitcoin. If it price of crypto keeps going up, hits a million dollars someday. In fact, Mr. Travis Wright, uh, there are several waiting in my inbox right now that were just conf uh, confirmed by eToro. It usually takes two to three weeks for us to get all the confirmations, and I will be sending out some Bitcoin today. So hopefully some y'all will take advantage of that as well. Uh, you know, we talked a little bit about Ethereum also going up and the DeFi markets going down. And uh, this article here from Ben Puris suggests that the DeFi bubble may be over. I think that's probably, you know, a good thing because it got way out of hand. And along with that, the gas fees are becoming normal again. Because while, you know, while, while DeFi was just in that craze, you couldn't send, you know, a, a, an NFT to somebody without paying $20 in gas. And why would you, you wouldn't do that? It just, it's, it doesn't make any sense. Right. Yeah. And, and it is. And so with the DeFi market sort of chilling, more and more money's going, you know, I think people are putting more of their cash money in Bitcoin as it's obviously growing in this. But here's the thing. If I have Bitcoin, I don't necessarily want to sell my Bitcoin. I would much rather have it in a DeFi and, and use that because of the price is going to be cruising on up. I want to make sure that that is set up so I could see more and more people starting to do DeFi later as the price of Bitcoin gets higher and higher. You know, Travis, earlier we were talking about how Urine Finance was the biggest loser of the week, even though it's up a ton. And if you got in at the beginning, in, you know, you're, even if you sold now, you're making a killing. The founder of Urine, Andre Cronier, is that how you pronounce it, Trav? C-R-O-N-J-E, Cronier? It's Cronier West, I think. Cronier West. He launched a new DeFi token called KP3R. I'm not exactly sure what it is, but the real news, whatever it is, is that from the time it launched, within 24 hours, it went up 3,600% to about $322. And then, you know, then it did what coins are going to do. It came down really fast the same day to a low of about 165, shot back up the next day to about 268. And then over the week, it's just kind of gone down. It's sitting at 119 right now. So, you know, for those who got in at the very beginning, they made a killing. Uh, for those that are who bought over the last week, if you haven't sold, then you're sitting on uh, a stack of uh, down coins. But it, they, it is trending downwards as well. I mean, that thing is seriously trending downwards. As you mentioned, it's at $119 right now. Um, and it is, K, it's, it's, it's K P three R it's keeper. The keeper network is what it is. Keep three R dot network is the website. And, uh, you can go learn more about that at, uh, Andre Cognier.medium.com. Go read all about it, folks. It's a decentralized smart contract for technical jobs. And this is something they, they've just launched. You know, Travis, we've been, um, working with Electronium as advisors for them, and they've actually got an active network that's work that is functional right now called AnyTask.
Mm -hmm. uh, anytask.com. We're going to be speaking with Richard Ells in the near future, the, uh, the CEO and founder of Electronium, to talk about that. And I think that we're going to be able to have a special offer as well for citizens of the Republic of Bad Cryptopia. But uh, interesting yeah. to see that people... Those were the ICOs that I participated in back in the day. I remember I, I put like seven or eight Ethereums into it. And then when that thing popped, it, it popped out of the gates nicely. What's interesting to me about Keeper is that people followed Andre, right? The reason that this thing went up so much was not because there was another DeFi project, but it was because people saw dollar signs that, hey, this guy who was in charge of Yearn is now doing this, and I don't want to miss this run. That's at least my right. analysis. Yep. Well, get in, get out, cash it out. And do a little dance, make a little love, get down tonight. Check this out, Mr. Joel, Mr. Sir Joel Com, Lord uh, of all. That is great. One billion dollars of Bitcoin from Silk Road from a Silk Road wallet moved for the first time since 2015. Now, Cipher Trace is a company, and they they basically went through and they they speculate that the uh, the anonymous user made transactions to stay up to date with the Bitcoin network. But it also may have been hacked. They don't necessarily know. That was 69,370 Bitcoin from an address that was originally with the Silk Road back in the day. So, or at least had done some stuff with that. So that's that's about a billion dollars. That's over a billion dollars now, actually. Dang. It, now, this is, this is uh, from a wallet that the government has had control of, right? I don't know. Doesn't look like it. Interesting. I don't know who it is. And they said that the, that would also that wallet would also have access to all the Bitcoin cash in there and all the BSV and all of the other tokens shit shitcoin forks that they've had. All right then. Mr. Travis Wright, how would you like to win a Tesla Model 3 or fifty thousand dollars in Bitcoin? Hmm. Isn't that crazy when you think about fifty thousand dollars in Bitcoin? It's only like, it's only like three point three Bitcoin. Yeah. Well, whichever you would choose right now, CoinZoom is doing a holiday sweepstakes, and you can win fifty thousand dollars in Bitcoin or a Tesla model three performance you get to choose really easy to do um, all you got to do is swipe your coin zoom visa card for a hundred dollars or more and you get 10 entries do it for ten dollars or more and you get an entry and if you top up your your prepaid coin zoom card you get 10 entries if you trade on an exchange if you refer friends all of this is available for you guys to check out coin zoom has a medium if you just go to medium.com forward slash at coin zoom you'll find it there also in the show notes at badco.in forward slash four five eight you can learn all about it there i mean it's a no-brainer to get a, a visa debit card for your bitcoin so you could actually be one who is out there using your cryptos in the wild and not waiting for transaction fees and uh, you get a chance to win more bitcoin or a tesla i think that's a pretty sweet deal right there that is a sweet deal Love it. So go make sure to uh, to go do that because what do you got to lose? You got nothing to lose. You can only win. So go do that. Right. Hey, you just mentioned a minute ago, you talked about Electronium. I believe they have just turned three years old. I seem to remember October 2017 was when they, or maybe it was November whenever they launched. I remember it's been about three September. years ago. It was September. It was, it was, it was, 
It was October. It, uh, well, the, the article I'm looking at says the ICO launched in September 2017. They sold over $40 million of ETN tokens, which was the largest by number of participants. They had more than 115,000 people participate in the ICO. And on their third anniversary, which I guess might be the anniversary of the actual app, right? They did the ICO but this could be the launch of the app. They have almost 4.1 million Electronium users now that have completed ETN transactions and the like. Hmm. That is fascinating. And also, again, it talks about any task. They got uh, 12,000 freelancers there, and uh, they got over 20,000 different tasks, different kinds of jobs that are available, design, marketing, photography, writing, translation, and you can use your ETN tokens. And how cool is that? I think it's really cool. Looking forward to interviewing Richard on the show soon. You know, we are, after going through ICO season like we did in 2017 and early 2018, we are very careful about who we sign on with as advisors. And Electronium is a no-brainer for us. I mean, here they are. You know, we talked earlier about those that are actually doing something in the space, Electronium is actually doing it. There is practical application for using, uh, spending uh, your Electronium and for buying something with it rather than just, you know, speculating on the price of it. So happy birthday to mm -hmm. uh, Electronium or happy anniversary or whatever you say for a company. I'm not sure. Happy birth anniversary. I, I just got to say, I'm just impressed at how they've, you know, innovated uh, you know, and just, and, and kept changing, um, to what the, to the, what the market needs. Right. And it's like, you know, I know originally they were, you were mining on the app, uh, but then the app store sort of killed that. And so they said, all right, well, here we're going to go. And instead of folding, they just said, well, here's where the biggest needs are. Let's focus there. Let's help bank the unbanked. Let's do some stuff to help, uh, people get paid easier. And they're building some awesome solutions out there. Very good, Sir Lord, Mr. Travis Wright. I'm checking out the Blockchain Heroes official telegram, and people are now posting photos that they are receiving the physical Blockchain Heroes decks mm. that they have purchased. If you haven't gotten one yet, you can still get one on the secondary market. If you just go to AtomicHub.io and search for Hero Deck or a Titan Deck, I think you should be able to find them. And they're scanning the QR codes that come within them to claim some bonus NFTs that have not been available anywhere else. It's really cool. It is. I love that. I love that. We say it's really cool. We, we helped create it and we, you know, worked yeah. on it and did it, but it's like, it is, it's cool to us. I'm like, I'm really legitimately excited about it. And then the next series I think is going to be, really awesome it's yeah we, we've got some big plans where development is actually happening for blockchain heroes 2 first strike to launch on december 15th and we're going to be announcing big news there's two things we want to invite you guys to the one is to be part of the blockchain heroes community you know when we tell you that nfts are the next big thing we're not saying it because we're doing it we're doing it because we believe it and because we believe it, we're telling you about it, okay? So, you know, you might have missed 
DeFi, but NFTs are going to be huge. Digital collectibles are going to be everywhere. We'd love for you to join our community. It's very friendly. We've got 1,270 members in there. All you got to do is launch Telegram. Go to t.me forward slash bc heroes h-e-r-o-e-s t.me forward slash bc heroes if you do that in your web browser it'll pop right to telegram come on in say hi we give away freebies and we have weekly community meetings that uh you know every week they pack into the room we give them the latest information people get free nfts they win prizes uh, they have some laughs sometimes they cry uh, because Travis makes them cry because he tells. Bad I do not stuff. make them cry. They actually make me cry with laughter. We have some serious, <laughs> hilarious people in our community, folks. Like they are serious, seriously funny. So if you ever want to just kind of come into the room and interact with us, it's a great way to sort of maybe you've listened to us for a long time and you've never actually interacted with us, but we love our fans. We want to chat with you. And uh, as far as we're concerned, we're all peers in this space. I mean, we're all pioneering it and all trying to figure it out and make sense of it and uh, no, it's a no ego zone we just uh we love to communicate with awesome people who are trying to figure it out so jump on one of those you can go to uh, nifty.show forward slash report uh, i don't know if joel just said that or not but i did you but you did you said it yeah. very well the uh the other thing that you're invited to is our other show well we actually have two other other shows one of them is eos voice news it's very sporadic uh but the one that we do regularly we're very regular we're like uh you know uh we're like metamucil regular is mm. every friday at five o'clock p.m eastern two o'clock pacific is the nifty show you know, when we say we're all in in the space, we're not just talking about our own property blockchain heroes. We're covering all the things. And uh, every Friday we're doing it. We've got a great show lined up for this Friday. Uh, we've got three guests that are going to be coming on the show. And, you know, used to be in the beginning, we'd have one guest. Uh, but now there are so many cool things happening that during the hour, we've got three guests. And you can come join us live. Go to nifty.show forward slash YouTube or nifty.show forward slash theta, T-H-E-T-A. We're big fans of theta, decentralized live streaming video. And, and come join us, learn about the space. Once you do, once you understand what's happening in the digital collectible world, you are gonna get as hooked as we are. It's great fun, it's innovative, and it is the future. It's innovative, quite innovative. Oh, said like a true lord. That's true, very innovative. So you should come and be hanging out with us and do innovative things and um, participate in uh, the shenanigans. Fantastic. We appreciate you guys. Don't forget to subscribe, review, share, like, all the things that would tell us that you love us as much as we love you. We'll catch you on Sunday for our next episode of the Bad Crypto Podcast. Until then, stay bad. The Bad Crypto Podcast is a production of Bad Crypto, LLC. The content of the show, the videos, and the website is provided for educational, informational, and entertainment purposes only. It's not intended to be and does not constitute financial, investment, or trading advice of any kind. You shouldn't make any decisions as to finances, investing, trading, or anything else based on this information without undertaking independent due diligence and consultation with a professional financial advisor. Please understand that the trading of Bitcoins and and 
alternative cryptocurrencies have potential risks involved. Anyone wishing to invest in any of the currencies or tokens mentioned on this podcast should first seek their own independent professional financial advisor. You're my boy, Blue. What? What?